This week on FX's self-deleting acid trip. Would you believe me if I told you that these three seasons of the show were exactly planned out, exactly the way they were displayed to us? Oh, I believe you. From the very beginning? Oh, I believe you. This is always only going to be a three-act play. Okay. And why do I get the impression this is one of those off-off-off-off-off-off-Broadway plays that Joey Tribbiani did and forced his friends to watch? You know the episode where some of them missed it, so the other ones lied and said how amazing it was, so the other half would show up so they could also be tortured? That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> I'm going to do you one better. What? That's not possible. The parts of this show that you don't remember... Uh-huh. Or not because you weren't paying attention. It's because it didn't happen? It's because it didn't happen. This show is so good that it erased <laughs> your memory of the events that didn't happen. <laughs> I wish they'd erase all of them. <laughs> you know, I'm not easily offended. It takes quite a bit. But, god damn, this show... Just offended everything about me. It's offensive. Now, right now, in in try to take more than five minutes to tell the whole story of this season. This is gonna be this is gonna be hard because that was a whole season, and I've got exactly two pages of notes. You got two pages of notes out of that? You wrote down some of the psychedelic shit that doesn't matter, didn't you? <laughs> You know what does matter before we get into it? The music. The music matters. Near, 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 near. I'm Jay. I'm Stacy. And this is Marvel Movie Night. And this is CNN. <laughs> Okay, so this week for Marvel Movie Night... Uh, what did we watch? We watched FX's Legion, Season mm-hmm. 3. We sure did, and I really hope you took our advice last week and didn't watch it. <laughs> Created by Noah Hawley. Someone you will never hear of again. Bullshit. Nope. I knew you were going to say that. So you looked him so up. So I looked him up. Uh-huh. Not only is he the creator of the show that you literally just said we needed to catch up on. What Fargo. Show? Fargo. Okay. But he did 43 episodes of Bones. Oh, I know exactly which ones of Bones he did, too. <laughs> well, okay. So, to be fair, I've never watched Fargo, so I don't know if it's trash. I know that the commercials make it look good. So that doesn't count. Now, I need to know which episode's Bones, because I bet you five bucks I can pick them up. (laughs) And that's it, isn't it? That's it. Those two things? Those are the two things that I I knew that you would know. Yeah, okay. Well, then that kills it for Fargo then, doesn't it? (laughs) I don't get to go around saying, oh yeah, we've been watching Fargo. (laughs) Not anymore. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, I would like to talk to him, as Stephen King would say, up close. <laughs> so this ran from the 24th of June mm-hmm. to the 12th of August of 2019. So they released it one at a time? Yep. It ran Monday nights against such blockbuster shows as... You know when he says that, they're going to be trash. <laughs> the Bachelorette. Oh, baby, you don't understand how people watch TV, do you? Penn and Teller Fool Us. Well, that's what we were watching. Pawn Stars. I might have been watching one or two of those. <laughs> and Monday Night Raw. And okay. it starred. I don't fucking know. I knew you weren't going to look it up. Here, I've got it. I'll do it. No, Dan Stevens. It's, no, it's my job. You stop. You quit. Would you like to read it off of this list no, that I already I have don't pulled up? Fucking watch. No, no. <laughs> you know I was so mad at the show I didn't look anything up. <laughs> fucking bullcrap, cockamamie, <laughs> lying about being a story bullshit. I can't wait to hear you talk about it. Okay, we have Dan Stevens, Rachel Keller, Aubrey Plaza, Bill Irwin, Jeremy Harris, Amber Midthunder, Gene Smart, very briefly for this season, uh, Naveed, oh boy, Negabon, I'm going to say. I'm so sorry, because uh, I definitely didn't pronounce that correctly. Lauren Sai. I hate the way... Luke Rossler. Um, they do not split these up by season, so I'm having to look at faces. Samantha Cormier, or Cormier, depending on which country she's from. They're they're the same old people, so there was nobody there that I saw that made me go, "Who's that one?" Or I, what? I am I wrong? No, no, no. Keep going. I'm looking for the guy that played the the only two new characters. And why are they not? You're looking for I'm looking. Lauren Sai, who played Switch. No, that's okay. Three. I'm looking for. Um, Dad and mom. Uh, Harry Lloyd played Charles Xavier. And Stephanie Cornell's. Yep, okay. Yep. This is why this is my job. <laughs> Vanessa DeBasso played Salmon. Where is. Oh, Tatiana Forrest played. No, David's mother. David's other mother, apparently. Where the fuck is. Where is she, Jay? Gabrielle. Yeah. I'm just pull. I've only pulled up the last episode, and it's Stephanie Cornelison. Well, apparently they didn't find her important enough to put her in the main list yeah. because what the actual fuck? She was a big part of the dang season. But I was looking up Henry Lloyd, Mister Charles Xavier. Yeah. And he's a pretty prominent character from Game of Thrones. What? Yeah. Well, hold on. I need to look at his face before you tell me. 
I his face does not look familiar. Nope. He's in the Theory of Everything, Iron Lady, Jane Eyre, The Victory of Joan of Arc. He wasn't big enough for it to pop up and his known for. Wait, he was only in the first season or so. Viserys Targaryen? Yes. Daenerys' brother. The one who... Oh, God. Like, that was so fucking long ago. That was 2017. Jay, there's no (laughs) way I was going to remember. Also, actually, him with dark hair does not... Show me with the white hair. Maybe he'll look... Oh, my gosh. Probably no. not. You know what? I'm, no, I'm, I'm looking, and that face does not look familiar at all. You you only uh, barely watched that show. No, that's us. not true. The first season uh, where he he was, I actually tried to pay attention to that show, and, and then I stopped. It didn't help that we were getting bootlegged copies of it, and it wasn't great quality when we first watched that oh, show. Yeah, we were. Yeah, you're you're really not supposed to admit that. It's illegal, you know. It's not illegal to buy bootleg copies when you're overseas. Wink, wink. That's not true. Okay, the lady that played... Um... Doofus's mother, Gabrielle. Um... She was in Mr. Robot. DC's Legends. Traitor. (laughs) Royal Pains, which we never watched. Hansel and Gretel with guns? What? Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I. Nobody cares, lady. Alright. She, she was gorgeous, though. Yeah. Uh, she did a shitty accent, but she was gorgeous. So I'll give her that. So, just quick impression. You really, really love this, and you're going to get a tattoo of David Holler's face in your back. So, I would sooner put my ex-boyfriend's face on my ass. Or you said back. I was thinking ass, but whatever. Yeah. No. I, I, okay. I'm not going to tell you what I think. I'm going to tell you what I did. I went online and I uh, checked my Facebook and then I watched TikTok on silent for a little bit. Uh, I bought uh, Lip Goo and um, checked my email. And the last episode, I said, I'm going to try really hard not to pick up my phone this entire episode. And how long was it before? About 10 minutes. Yeah. I, picked, I got a text and I picked up my phone without even thinking about it. And went to swipe the text away and put it down just as you were starting to fuss at me about it and started laughing. I didn't laughing. fuss. I was just... I said you started to. Yeah. Um, but it was so automatic that when I put my phone down and you said something, I didn't realize I picked my phone up. Yeah. Um, that's a problem. But then I kept catching myself with my phone in my hand because the show is just... My brain starts turning off. There's some... Okay, it's ADHD. The, the show is not engaging. And it's it's not anything I have any control over. Because I did really try really hard. 
It's just that there are so many dead spots with no talking. And and then when there is talking, it's two people, like, laying on the floor talking about shit that has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. Or they have whole fucking song breaks where literally... The one song break, the half of it I watched, David was just in a straight jacket staring into the camera. Yeah. And then he was... For a very there long time. There was singing happening, but he wasn't singing. What am I supposed to get out of that? How am I? How is that interesting to anybody? What What did you get out of that? So that particular scene where he is singing "Mother" by Pink Floyd with the other cast members. The other, yeah, yeah, yeah. His mom comes in later and joins him, but as they are flashing through, multiple of his personalities join him in singing because of his his. Legion of Personalities, hence the name of the oh, show. Oh, you mean the Legion of Personalities we've literally not seen the entire show? Sure. Um, like the first, like there was a couple of episodes in the first season, but he hasn't had multiple personalities this whole time. So they all join in, and the song is important because he's literally calling out to his mommy, and then his mommy joins in. And he remembers that he was loved as a child and all of that shit that Farouk told him was a lie. How could he possibly remember that? He was a literal infant. Because her coming into his sight... Well, I don't know, because he's David Holler and he can remember being an infant. The only thing I remember from being an infant is lying in my crib and staring at my Disney mobile. That's it. No, like, you don't have words, so your memories are... Emotions. Images and emotions. Yeah. So, No. I'm just telling you what we were supposed to get out of that scene. Yeah, listen, I, I feel like as much as I have to tell you how to interact with other humans, you kind of have to translate some of this psychedelic bullshit to me because that's not how my brain works. Well, this I, show so, in particular... No, I'm sorry, I'm making noise everywhere. You, you with your new monthly coffee box and the coffee from where... Peru. The highlands of Peru. Uh Uh-huh. I drink a cup of coffee every single morning. Highland grog. Right? It's apparently girl coffee. Because this morning we had boy coffee and I feel insane. I, like, I need to go clean something. If the house wasn't completely clean right now, I'd be buzzing around scrubbing something. Because I feel like I am vibrating. So I'm going to be loud and I'm going to be making noise because I can't stop touching stuff. I this has triggered the hyperactivity part of the ADHD situation here, and I don't like it. Well, that I mean, that goes well with the season of TV we just watched. That is well, that's hyperactive. <laughs> I feel very aggressive, and I feel um, distractible. I, I don't know how else to put it. I feel crazy, um, and it was it, oh, so crazy. I feel it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I even put earrings on. Like, this is how I, how much energy I've got. It's Sunday, and I have real people clothes on, makeup, and earrings, and I put my hair up. I can never drink this coffee again. We get two more weeks of it. I don't know what you're going to do. Because... <laughs> I feel nuts. Anyway. Okay. What was the question? 
<laughs> you wanted me to explain. Oh, yeah. How, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what I want you to do, don't tell us any of the woo-woo, bouncing off the walls bullshit. Yes. Stick to the plot. Tell me the plot of the season. Yes. Like, I'm never going to watch it, but you want me to know the story so I can pick up from the end of this to finish the comic books or something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just tell me what happened. Absolutely. And I'll that start is our the goal. timer. No, well, we're going to discuss, and I'll start the timer. No, 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 there's nothing to discuss. There, there are things to discuss. All right. Well, I didn't see them, so you tell me. Sure. Okay. So, remembering from last season. <laughs> Right? Sure, I did. I will remind you of some images from last season. We had the battle in the desert with a giant tuning fork. (sighs) Yeah. The tuning fork that was supposed to disrupt Farouk so that they could capture him. That was after they had that guy pulling him on a a handsome through the desert for days. Yeah. the, the, The... the carts that you sit on and some dude picks up and That's holes. a pedicab. Sure, whatever. A handsome is much fancier, and that's the thing that, like, Abraham Lincoln took to the theater the night he died. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so they have that big fight in the desert. They capture Amal Farouk, the Shadow King. They bring him back to Division Three, and they're going to put him on trial. But he somehow breaks out because they had those little weird mind Fucking bird things. Uh, am I remembering it incorrectly that they captured David in the desert? No, and you then... are remembering it incorrectly. I'm setting up the season for you. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. They captured Farouk in the desert. Mm-hmm. Because Aubrey Plaza helped to... She used the sniper rifle to yeah, hit yeah. the tuning fork at the right time. I remember all yep. that. Anyway, they bring back... Uh, the Shadow King to Division 3 and they're going to put him on trial and uh, presumably sentence him to death. But he is able to get through the psychic barrier and start changing people's minds. Oh. And when David shows up for the trial, it's not the Shadow King on trial. It's David. So did Farouk put David's face in everybody's minds and that's the part I saw because I have David's face in my head in the desert. On his knees. I've kind of sanded away some of the psychedelic bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Nobody wants any of that. (laughs) Um, I cannot believe anybody watched this show. I also need to dial this down a little bit because I think we're coming in hot. Oh, Um, I I definitely am. (laughs) So, David, with the help of um, Aubrey Plaza, who plays uh, Lenny, they escape at the last minute in the end of season two. Which brings us to season three. Sure. It doesn't really. Because the first 20 minutes of the first episode is all in... Jan- Mandarin. Oh, Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. Yes. So, come season three. In season three... David has apparently started a cult. All I got from that was it's all girls, and they all call him daddy. There were dudes there calling him daddy, too. Oh, yeah. I did not see a single... Were were they long-haired wearing dresses? 
Some of them were long-haired. Not all of them were wearing dresses. They were dudes. Are you sure? Yes. How sure? Sure enough that I'm willing to watch it again to prove you wrong. That's pretty fucking sure, and I'll take your word for it. Okay, then. (laughs) That's not fair, because now you're going to use that every time. David has started a cult with Lenny as one of the chief cult leaders. And he honestly thought she was the cult leader. And he is in the market for a time traveler. So he Aren't has, we all? Yeah. Because he wants to fix some things. And he I, has, I think I'm going to put that in, in the Clarksville newspaper. Time traveler to, wanted? Just to see what happens. Come to my party yesterday? Um, no, uh, because then you're banking on somebody who's a time traveler actually wanting to hang out with you. And nobody wants to hang... You know my theory on that. <laughs> so... He has left some breadcrumbs, and lo and behold, there is a time traveler girl that finds these breadcrumbs. With that same weird trail, the trail of breadcrumbs is that same weird bullshit that he started following. Where have I seen this before? What it reminded me of is dispatches from... Oh, that, yes. Okay. So it wasn't this show. No. The weird symbols... That the Mary who you seem to not know this Mary is a vagina. Okay. The statues of Mary. Sure. So this is like the pregnant virgin thing, but it's from the side and it's a vagina. Yeah. It looks a little bit like an ear, but it's definitely a vagina. So there's vaginas everywhere. And of course she follows the vagina because if you see pictures of vaginas, what else do you do? But Follow them into the dark. Follow, 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 follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finish that song, babe. I want to hear the whole thing. <laughs> Anyhow. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for clearing that up, because that was bugging the shit out of me. Yeah, dis- it very much reminds me of Dispatches from Elsewhere, which is a show that I saw uh, stars Jason Siegel. Yes. Marshmallow from How I Met Your Mother? No, um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you nothing about that show except you will not see it coming. And Stacy didn't finish it. And Stacy hasn't finished it yet. But if you are in the mood for um, this kind of psychedelic what the fuck. Uh, get high first. And, and watch that. Don't watch this. Watch that. Yeah. Because uh, that actually has a point. I need to find some... Getting high material so I can finish it. Because that's the only way I'm going to hold still. Speaking of which. Uh-huh. Just in Canada. Yeah. Weed shops everywhere. Yeah. The coolest thing I saw was a Canadian soldier in motherfucking uniform uh-huh. walking into a weed shop. What does his uniform look like? It was camouflage Canadian uniform. What, did it just look like yours with different camouflage? Yeah. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, but soldier walking into a weed shop because... Well, because weed is safer than alcohol. Because Canada does shit right. Um, But you've lived in a place where there was weed shops everywhere. But soldiers couldn't go. You did. No, I did not go into a weed shop. You went to the weed shop. I went to the parking lot of the place that was next to the (laughs) weed shop. You're so paranoid. (laughs) Because I wouldn't even park in their parking lot. Thank you very much. Yeah, I tell you what, edibles are not fun for me, so that was a bunk. Um, 
That's kind of neat. Yeah. In uniform, though, seems like a little bit of a gamble. It seems like they're not not allowed. Well, you could assume that. I, that's what I assume by him boldly walking into the place. I think I assume that everybody is going to see a dude in uniform and go, if anybody in this country that needs some weed, it's that guy. And they're going to keep their mouth shut because <laughs> they aren't narcs. All right. So, David gets a hold of the time traveler girl mm-hmm. who they ask who what her name is. She says her name and immediately they say, no, that's not going to work. Your name is Switch. Yeah, I don't like that. In this this day and age of identity politics, someone else, that's happened a lot in Marvel properties. Somebody else going, no, that way you just identified yourself as incorrect. Here's your new name and you shall be henceforth known as this. And then that the girl, it was a girl both times, just goes, yeah. sure, yeah. Don't like that. There is a male name switch in the 616 who was a hellion. Okay. But Switch, he gave her the name because he was high on something and it made sense to him at the time. Yeah, she, it does It has nothing to do with power. No. Or her personality or the way she looks or anything. Just, you'd think that uh, dumb broad that has no loyalty, her name should be Switch. Yeah, after, after she tells Lenny that she's not into girls and Lenny asks her why. Um, oh, okay. Well, you say it that way, but Lenny was hopefully yeah. asking, are you into girls? And then when she says no, she goes, but why? Because <laughs> she said, I like boys. Why? Yeah. It was funny. It was funny. That was the only interesting part of this whole entire... That was the best part, <laughs> that was the best part of the season. Right there. Boom. Later, when you ask me again, remember I said that, so I don't have to remember I said it. So, she gets down to David and is talking to him. Division 3 attacks. David gets killed. She jumps back in time. I was so happy when he died. (laughs) I knew it wasn't true. She jumps back in time. She fast forwards a little bit I just want to point out that you're not telling the story. You're telling all the stupid shit that's extra. No, this is the story. No, this isn't the story. This is extra shit. This is how she earns David's trust as a time traveler. Because after doing this three or four times, he listens to her and nopes the whole place out of there. Okay. I suppose that's vaguely useful. Um, she can't currently figure out how to bring David into the hallway that represents time travel. So they set up a distraction so that uh, they can kidnap male Carrie. Carrie, for those of you that don't remember, is the dual personality. The Native American girl and the old white guy? Yes. The Native American girl being the biological creature and him being the spare. (laughs) Yes. Even though he's the older one that does well, all of the... Well, he's only the older one because she hides inside of his body and doesn't age while she's in there. Yeah. That that part I totally understood. Okay. All that made sense. Yeah. Because, oh, you know why? Because they were an interesting character. They were an interesting character. Uh, Well, they're... I agree. No, I do. Bina- they, they are binary. 
which is funny. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, so um, David works a plan to kidnap him so he can figure out how to boost Switch's signal so he can go back in time. Okay, so... Yeah, pretty much that entire uh, episode, second episode, is them kidnapping Gary. Uh, and at one point, David gets mad. Gary? Carrie, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, and at one point, David gets mad, and the blue juice he's using to get everybody high turns red, and they get a little uh, violent and What in the weird. fuck is that blue juice? That is, it was his love. And is oh, simultaneously... so many, so many things just ran through my brain, and absolutely none of them can I say out loud. Simultaneously, it is the liquid vaporization okay. drug that I they've can't, been... We t- can't talk about it. We can't talk about that part. I'll throw up where it comes from. The whole... You're going to make me say it. The room. Oh, no, no, that's not where it comes from. It originates from David. But it can't completely originate from David because that's the same drug that's going into those vaporization pots, those those yeah. humidifiers that they've been he doing his getting own, high on all season. He's, he's getting all, high, three high seasons. on his own supply. But he something. can't because he just now started making it. Um, I could have... I don't know. I tell you what, though, if I... If I had to keep the show in existence, but I have the ability to erase one thing from the show, it would be the pig. Yeah, the pig. We're not going to talk about the pig. No, because I'll throw up. Because I don't understand it. Or why it was necessary. I. It was. They set that whole thing up through three seasons so that the old Carrie can look in that door and go, ugh, and then turn around. Like, that's it. That was the. That, that was the. The. Entire point of the situation. I otherwise I have no idea. Anywho. Yeah, so uh we kinda get some flashbacks. How would you know? Well, because we've gone back to early Charles Xavier. Now this is not a Charles Xavier that in any way marries up to anything you've seen either from Patrick Stewart. Or McAvoy. Of course not. This is a completely different Charles Xavier. Apparently was a Targaryen. Who was apparently a Targaryen. Um, This Charles Xavier spent some time in a mental institution. Or at least a day or two. As best I can piece together from the psychedelic backwash... Uh, some of these memories are real and some of these memories aren't. With no way to tell the difference. With no way at all to tell the difference. Because the story is Also, they is told not, them out of order. Yes, the story is not told in a linear fashion, nor is it told in a uh, guarantee this is fact fashion. The entire show is an unreliable narr- narrator, which I have yes. never seen before. Yes. And, and it is upsetting. And that was intentional. Well, it, it would have to have been. Yeah. Because there's no way you can fuck up that bad accidentally. But, best as I can tell, this version of Charles Xavier, because of his uh, mutant abilities, was put in a mental, mental institution. 
much like his son. Mm-hmm. Much like his son, in that mental institution, he met the woman of his dreams. Unfortunately, that woman was comatose. She wasn't comatose. She was catatonic. Good point. She was catatonic. Because somehow comatose is even grosser. But yeah. She was, however, catatonic. And he uses his, his telepathy to pull her out of her catatonia. Mm-hmm. And then she falls in love with him. Allegedly. Fair enough, because there's no way of knowing when Charles Xavier is in the picture whether you fell in love with him or he ordered you to. Or he told you to. Like, his warm and fuzzy feelings towards her face because he doesn't know her personality, which is super gross. Yeah. Uh, could have just oozed out of him while he was in her brain and then made her more receptive to him. So I don't trust any of that shit. Yep. Because because of the way she reacted when he left, she was manic and desperate in a way that you only see teenage girls. Yeah. Um, but she falls in love with him mm-hmm. in the institution and starts planning their future if they could have a future, but they can't because they're in an institution. And that's when Charles says, oh, I can just walk us right the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. Because he can't. Yeah. Um, And he does. And they go off into the country and they have a nice house. And then they make a baby. That, That was a decent approximation of his house. Well, if you, if okay. you looked at the outside, this house took away that weird oddball, um, not symmetrical thing in the front. It had the shape and stuff. And then it was vaguely looked like the... I do not it, believe this is movies. supposed to be the house in Westchester where he raises the x Well, it looked pretty freaking close, though. Because I don't think they're in America. How would you know? I wouldn't, except that Gabriel Haller... Does not come to America in the comics. That doesn't matter. And fair you know enough. it. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But I don't think this is the same house as the X Mansion. Well, what I'm saying is it could have been because it was pretty freaking close. Okay. And it's it's weird that they would do that if it wasn't so what shouldn't it if it's if it's in say England or something, yeah. shouldn't it be completely different so that it's not confusing? It looked very different to me. Oh, it did. It did look very different. But it it looked, also to me, looked, it looks more like the Charmed House than it did the Oh, it did not look like the Charmed House at all. Charmed House is a Victorian, and okay. this was not that. Okay. Um, it looked to me close enough that it was like a like they were trying to look like the house in New York. So it was confusing to me, because the only thing I know is the movies and... I'm sure. a visual person, and the visual told me that that's where they were. Okay. They, we did not, so they both had accents. She's Romany, and he's English? Yeah, kind of. Um, and an accent was supposed to be? Patrick Stewart's accent is English. Yes. Um, that's the best I can do with an answer to that. <sighs> yeah, that didn't make any sense. Is he Jewish? 
Was he, he in a concentration camp or is that just no, Magneto? No, 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 Magneto was. Magneto, the the closest I know to canon right now is Magneto was also Romany, but he was in a concentration camp. I thought he was Jewish. Did, they that had, changed his, a few didn't times. His parents, his parents had stars on their chests. Yeah, they? that changed a few times. Has changed a few times over the years uh, through the comics. Okay, well, I'm talking about the movies because yeah. that's what I know. His parents I, were ranks. Movie canon is he's Jewish. Uh, Patrick Stewart could have been Jewish, but if he was, and he was in a concentration camp, he wouldn't be English because no English Jews were in concentration camps. No, Tim. As much, far as I know. Much but. like Reed Richards and Ben Grimm, uh, Charles Xavier fought in the war against the Nazis. Not it, that the movies have ever told no, us that. It doesn't get talked about very much. Yeah. Um, God, I wish they... But then in the after effects of the war... See, and this is where I'm going to... I may have talked about this one of the last times we, we watched Legion, but in the aftermath of the war... Both Xavier and uh, Magneto go to Morocco to help people who are recovering from the war. Yeah. And that's where they meet Gabriel Haller. Oh. And both of them kind of fall in love with her, but Xavier wins the love. Mm. Uh, Xavier wins her. Okay, so here's my question then. The reason, part of the reason that I assumed that they were in America was because. They were time traveling, not space traveling. Yes, but any space travel, any time travel, has to be space travel. Otherwise, the Earth won't be there when you get there. Well, I mean, I I just go with the assumption that, and I, most most time travel properties that I've seen go with the on Earth time travel is the Earth is a closed system. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about where the planet is in space because you're attached by gravity. Okay, sure. Sure. I mean, it's all fake bullshit yeah. science, so I can add whatever rule I want to. Make up whatever. <laughs> but if you are in New York and you're time traveling, you don't just show up in England because that's where you wanted to be. Okay. You would end up in 1940s. New York. And then you'd have to take a fucking plane. So, you know, like Outlander does it. It's definitely the best way to time travel. I mean, the way Outlander does it, those rocks are a portal to a different point in time relative to those rocks. And that makes sense. If you don't have the rock as a portal, if you don't have a a port key. He has a girl as a port key. Yeah, but that girl is walking through a hallway of time, which untethers her from the location she's at when she Well, it's like a, it's a, a, like a time wormhole, so it's not moving in space. Why are we arguing about this? It's not important. <laughs> you know why? Because time travel and the made-up rules around the made-up thing are more interesting than this show. Yeah, so um, the reason we get all of these flashbacks, we find out somewhere in that episode... Is that David has found a way back that they have, Carrie has boosted the signal, and David has found his way back to his mommy. I don't know why I have to say it in such a condescending way. Because that's how he kept saying it. 
Yeah, he was pretty fucking creepy. Um, but Charles shows up as he's trying to talk to his his mommy, and mind blasts him and sends him away. Okay, because the idiot shows up and he's not all the way there. He's kind of like ghosty. Yeah. Because the you went to the kitchen, Mister. I watched every minute of this show. You went to the kitchen while he and Time Travel Girl were trying to get to the past, and you couldn't see them. I could hear them, but Mom couldn't hear them or see them. Okay. So he's screaming at her. Um, so when he does finally appear, he's only partially visible, and he goes, Mommy! And was walking towards her with the baby and the crib between them. So she fucking freaked out. As and that's would. why Xavier zapped him, because when he walked in, his wife was screaming, and a guy was walking towards his entire family. So, yeah, he got zapped. <laughs> Dumb little shit. Can you imagine just some adult man walks up to you and goes, Daddy, you'd punch him, right? Yeah, probably. Because that's not how you approach somebody when they don't <laughs> know who you are. Somebody walks up to you and says, Daddy, I'm probably going to punch them first. You know what I'm saying? Even my kids don't call me Daddy anymore. Ew. No, because adults don't call their parents Daddy. I know exactly one person that called his father Daddy still as an adult, and I thought it was fucking weird. Okay. Weird. Um, yeah, so... Now we find out that David fucking around has uh, caused real problems with the timeline. I feel like that should be the name of the show. David fucking around. <laughs> um, not only are people's memories changing, but he has released some kind of uh, hellhound demon dog time bandit thing. And they... Okay. No, they're, they're people in... Creepy outfits. That eat time. Allegedly. They keep telling us things that are quote unquote true. Yeah. That they're literally just making up in the moment. Like there's no, there's no investigation or knowledge. Nobody that knows what's going on is telling anybody. They're just saying a thing. And all. We're supposed to believe them. Yeah. All of episode four is us seeing the threat of these creatures that eat time. And apparently, Which has completely different effects on every time they do it. And apparently, these things rape people. At one point, we get a flash of fucking, what's her name? What's her name? Sid. Sid. Getting raped. One but second she's talking to somebody, the next second she's on her back screaming. And, and it had no effect on the story at all whatsoever, and it never gets mentioned again. Yeah. We just had to get inflicted with that for no fucking reason. The one part of this episode that does have lasting mental effects. On who? Me or the characters? Both. Is Lenny, who has somehow impregnated her girlfriend. I no, don't because they, uh, they talked about that for a minute. Yep. Uh, and her girlfriend is about to have a baby and then the time demons show up. And then we watch Lenny skip through this child's life from womb to deathbed in minutes. Oh, was that her daughter that was dying? Yes. I thought it was her girlfriend. 
Yeah, well, I not like I could have possibly known because it was literal seconds. Yeah, we watch this child go from, from womb to deathbed. Like, she talks about her own kids and her grandkids, and then she's she's dying right there in front of Lenny. Yeah. In minutes. And where did the girlfriend go? Her girlfriend died giving birth. Oh, is that what I was supposed to get out of that? Yes. Fuck me, I didn't... I mean, I was looking. I didn't see I it. know. It happened so fast. Yes. Um. um I co- So I like Lenny because I like the actress... And this is the only time in the entire show, the entire three seasons, that there was anything going on that I gave a shit about that had any emotional impact at all. Yeah. Uh, because this was, it was like the uh, the movie Click, where he fast forwards through his life and it's so fucking sad. Yeah. It was very much that in a much briefer time period. Yeah. It was the only time I was emotionally engaged at all. And I still didn't get the bullshit that they were giving me. I didn't. I didn't realize that the girlfriend died in childbirth. Jeez, they could have done that so much better. Um, but it it does it fucks Lenny up in the beginning of the next episode. She uh, she takes herself out, uh, which doesn't phase David at all. No, because he figures he'll fix it. Yeah, he's which now he doesn't. The, by the way, he's now at the point where he is. Uh, He's murdering people. Did we ever... Like, is she even real or is she out of his head? Okay. This this was big revelation in season two. She was a real person who died in the loony bin. Mm-hmm. Later, the Crimson King, or the Shadow King, comes... <laughs> the Shadow King comes and kidnaps David's sister and then uses science and magic... To turn his sister into Lenny. So that is his sister's body with Lenny's memories. And Lenny's face. And Lenny's face, yes. Okay. I forgot about that. I Now that you say that, I remember. So when David does fix things, he's not fixing things for Lenny. And Lenny's not going to get to be a, a mom. No. Because that's going to go back to being his sister. <laughs> who I don't even remember he had a sister. Who is only his half sister by another man, not Charles Xavier. So if mommy and daddy stay together, well, sisters never even getting born. Well, no, he was raised. He wasn't raised by that mom. Oh, good that's, point. That's, that's his, his adopted, adopted sister. sister. So never mind. She yeah. may still exist. Um. Yeah. So. David starts going on a fucking murder spree. Um, just killing everybody that gets in his way of finding Switch. Um, because he figures that once he changes time, he won't have to kill everybody. So the people he killed doesn't matter. Yeah, except that's not how it goes down. Uh, they take the blimp that Division 3 is riding into low orbit. Low Earth orbit, so now it's a space blimp? Yeah, whatever. Low, it's not a space blimp. It's a low Earth orbit. They left the atmosphere. Did they? They specifically said they were leaving the atmosphere. And this was the... In- okay, but you know there are several layers. So they could be in the stratosphere. They said they the ionosphere. The ionosphere. 
they they showed us going into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea was that this was going to get them out of reach of David's teleportation. But before they breached into space, the Shadow King taps David on the psychic shoulder and says, Hey, we're going into space. Come and get us. Ha ha. Okay. So they, they, were they outside of the exosphere? They, they said the atmosphere. I don't know. So the space station is in the exosphere. Right. Okay. Um, jets fly in the troposphere. Okay. That's where I bounce my signal off of when I'm doing long-range Weather films. balloons are in the stratosphere. Meteors are in the mesosphere. And the aurora borealis are in the thermosphere. All of those are the atmosphere okay. altogether. So did they mean colloquially? Or did they mean actually outside of the exosphere? So that would literally actually be in space. Unlike... <laughs> Elon Musk's little flight in the thermosphere, <laughs> which is not space. It's an important question. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> what I do have an answer for is... <laughs> if you can see that little blue line, then you're out of it. Okay, well, that's what they showed us. Okay. Good, because I wasn't watching. <laughs> Were you watching as David started playing Among Us with the people on the hot air balloon? No. Because he was telepathically yeeting motherfuckers off the ship. I did not see any. Well, no, that's a lie. No, because they didn't show him doing that, Jeremiah Alfred. They did not. They did not. They did not. Because Two-Face was... Like, oh shit, there's David. And then the next thing you know, he's fucking frozen in space. Yes. They didn't show the in-between. It, well, it was... We were like most, Like it. most of the show, it was insinuated. Yes, that David was yeeting motherfuckers off the ship telepathically. <laughs> I to yeet something. Because David Haller invented Among Us. Yeah, I literally I literally just saw that one little piece of it and I didn't see any of the rest of it because I didn't care. In the 1970s or 80s where this show takes place possibly? Yeah. Listen. I'm listening. As we've been for almost two years watching Marvel, mm-hmm. there have been a lot that I was like, yeah, that wasn't that great. And there's been... Quite more than I expected that I was like, oh, you know, that was enjoyable. I'm glad I'm watching this. But this, this is previous to the podcast what I thought all Marvel was. This show. When you say, let's watch a Marvel movie. I envision Legion. Yeah. The trash. I know. And that's why I've had such a hard time. I know. But it's good to get stuff like this every once in a while to re Oh yeah, so that to recheck your azimuth. My my perspective is refocused. Because everything can't be endgame. You say everything can't be endgame. <laughs> However, for you endgame is the thing. But for me, that is not the ah, 
Sometimes you have to get a Punisher Wars in. Well, see, but there are better things than Endgame. Not according to our list. But, see, the list is a compromise collaboration. <laughs> okay? Um, because, for me, if I was going to say what's currently, right now, where we are, what is your favorite um, Marvel movie? I'm going to go for Venom or Punisher. Um, not Deadpool, because those aren't, like, serious movies, but, like, Logan. Okay. You know? Um, The Amazing Spider-Mans. No. Yes. Yes. The Amazing Spider-Mans, I would point to. Uh, but since this is a compromise, your end-all, be-all is Endgame for some reason. And it was good. It was really good. It's just not... It was emotional. It was funny. Um, it was impactful. Okay, so, question. Yeah. If you wanted somebody to be inspired to watch the rest of Marvel, and you can't start with the best because it'll all be a disappointment after that. No, that's fair. So, what movie would you tell me, if I've never watched a Marvel movie, what movie would you tell me to try to see if I could get into it? Because I, I bet you our answers would be different. Maybe... Now I, you got to know the person you're talking to, but a good you're talking to me. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number one, um, the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I yeah. might throw that at you. The villain's a little weak in that. Yeah. So um, I, if it were me talking to probably me, probably Edward Norton. I I would say try Iron Man. Okay. If you where if, the MCU began, uh, I would say watch the first Iron Man, and if you like his personality, go from there. Yeah, because there are enough movies for you to understand him as a character, and you know, okay. care about his feelings. Um, and they do more character development with him. Okay. We get some dad yeah. background and stuff and why he is the way he is. And that super badass awesome part where he, he's in the cave making a whole fucking robot out of junk. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite. Okay. Um, yeah, so you would tell me the wrong movie is what we're saying. I mean, I do like The Amazing Spider-Man. And if I'd never watched the other Spider-Mans, I would have been super excited yeah. about that. Um, and as much as I appreciate your efforts, you can't... You can't Skip fight the, the rest flow of, of time. Episode. We have to finish oh. Legion. Uh, well, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to distract you forever, but... <laughs> uh, but it's okay, because we've already made it more than halfway through the season. Jesus. There is a lot more description of what you... See, here's the, here's the thing. What you're putting in the story is stuff I would have thrown away, because it's not the story. It's psychedelic bullcrap that happened that doesn't affect the actual story. It's germane. Go, I mean, they all thought they thought it was all what's, germane. What's it, not, what doesn't affect the story, mm-hmm. is at the end of episode five, where they start having a musical montage, and even the dead people sing along. But Jay, your favorite episodes of your favorite shows are all the singing ones. No, 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 no. There's a wouldn't difference you between want, a musical. Wouldn't you want a vampire to pop up in the Buffy? 
a musical episode, a dead vampire, and start uh, just start singing? I guess it'd be there's, a dead demon because the vampire's dust. The There's a difference between a musical episode and a bad musical montage on top of an already confusing episode. Hmm. Well, at least all of these actors can sing. That's fair. Because your very favorite musical episodes, they cannot. Even the people that sing well on those episodes are not great singers. And you know how much I love them. Okay. But it's the truth. So in that fight on the uh, space balloon, David and his legion of... Um, himself has wiped the mind of Sid. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yes. Because 900 of him jump in to beat up Farouk. That's later on, but I'm with you. No, no, I'm asking a question. Yes. Was that all of his personalities popping out of his head? Or, or was that him... Time traveling over and over and over again to have multiple. No, that things. was his multiple personalities. Then why didn't they explain that? They kind of did, but they didn't. When we first start seeing his multiple personalities, he starts telling us, "I am Legion. We are Legion." He starts talking in a we language instead of an I language, and we're as a person who's that. not a Christian and literally has never been a Christian, "I am Legion" doesn't mean anything to me like it does to other people. Well. He, we're supposed to understand that he is a legion unto himself. And roll credits because of that. Okay. It's just that that word doesn't mean the same thing to me, is it? In that context. Okay. Yeah. Use it in the Roman uh, army context. Yes, but in that context, he could just have himself, different parts of the timeline go, Oh, it's time for me to go back. Yeah, but... Oh, it's time for me to go back. Oh, it's time for me in to... This so show, that there's like 50 of them. In this show, he's not capable of time travel. Yeah, he's got a time traveling chick. Yeah, I know. I just assumed okay. that there... Because the other people aren't time travelers, and they jump through the little window door thing. Yeah. So how am I supposed to separate this That's... from that and the other thing to understand what's going on? That's because fair. it's all fucking complicated. And maybe it's just maybe it's just me. But this is why the show is so painful to watch because I don't understand what's going on even though I'm staring at it, so there's no reason for me to keep looking. Well, episode 6 is going to be um even harder to follow because it happens entirely on the astral plane. Oh, it did. Oliver <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck me. Oliver and his his wife Charlene. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh oh oh. This is actually a good episode. Right here, this part. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know why? Because except for the first part that didn't make any fucking sense. Once you go, okay, now she's a baby. You don't know why or how or whatever the fuck. Then it's all linear and makes fucking sense. Oliver and his wife, Charlene, the birds. I actually like them who are together living, here. Who have decided to leave this world and live on the astral plane together. Who wouldn't? Fair enough. Um, they're scrounging things that pop into the astral plane because they're forgotten or abandoned. 
And one of the things that Oliver finds at the beginning of this episode is a baby. And that happens to be baby Sid. Because when David wiped her psyche, her mind came to the actual plane. Well, I want to know how they knew what her name was when they didn't remember her. She, her brain told him psychically on the astral plane. Okay. He reached into her mind because he is a little bit telepathic. Okay. Um, anyway, they start raising this baby. Now, there's a big bad wolf that's also on the astral plane, and there's this whole house made of straw, house made of... Yeah, it was, it was the Three Little Pigs story. Yeah. That I, I can only guess manifested itself because... Maybe Sid was a little more in charge of this world than... Maybe. Because it's like a, it's a little kid story. Yeah, there was also, uh, like, at one point... There's the, also some Oliver Twist. It turns into Oliver Twists later. Yeah, the wolf also finds a chick who's addicted to drugs, and thus her soul has come to the astral plane, and the yeah. Olivers adopt her for a while, too. And she kind of grows up as Sid's sister. Did you recognize the big bad wolf? I know the actor. I don't remember his... Okay, so the last thing we saw him in was The Good Place. Oh, yes. He's yes. the um, that the the broken person that's yes. all wackadoo. Uh, I can't remember how he manifested. Like Janice made him or they kept erasing him or something. And so he was all wonky. Yeah, but that's who, I like that. That's actually. who he is. Um. And all of this goes through, um, like, all of this is for, the whole purpose is for Sid to grow up and learn lessons. Um, Not just learn lessons, but to learn all the things that an alcoholic, druggy mom didn't teach her. Wouldn't end up teaching, like, how to have empathy and how to take care of herself and how to you know, be moral. Like they teach her, they teach her how to human basically. Yeah. She didn't really have before. Uh, there's one, there was one point in there where um, she asked him, remember that stone wall we made? Like, what was the point of that? It didn't do anything. Yeah. And Oliver says, wall things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Cause that's exactly what I was thinking in my head. It, it did wall things. And then he said it. Yeah. And he happens to like a stone wall. Yeah. Well, they're pretty. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's the kind of question a kid would ask. Like, there's got to, we're doing all this work. There's got to be a reason for it. But the reason is just because it's nice. Yeah, because we taught you how to work hard. Work hard for the sake of working hard. Yeah. Um, and how to appreciate things because you have earned them. Yeah. Um, they, I, in my opinion, they did a really good job of. And her and her personality did change. Now it was the change was more apparent at the beginning, and it kind of the change in her personality kind of faded as time went on, because yeah. she got back she got back into the character that she had developed already. But like when she first came back from there, her personality was very different, like noticeably yeah. different. She did a pretty good job at that, I thought. So she seemed more confident or something. Yeah, she did. Um, now, Oliver's powers tend to manifest musically. We know this because of the time that he... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. 
He's the one with the, the notes. Yes. And letters and stuff all over. So it should be no surprise that when he faces down the big bad wolf for the final battle in the astral plane, that they go to war the only way they possibly could. With a rap battle. <laughs> I cannot believe that you didn't enjoy this part. Because literally... In your your playlist, when we go into town and listen to, quote-unquote, the radio, it's your playlist on Spotify or whatever, and half of the songs are Garfunkel and Oates, the musical episode of Buffy, and epic rap battles of history. Half the songs. Dude, all of those things combined are... Like half of the fucking songs. Yes, because it replays your favorites over and over and over again. And so those are the most played. If you look at your phone (laughs) at the most played songs on your list, those will be at the top. I guarantee it. And you don't notice because you like them. I notice because I hate it. Hate it. Um, So I cannot believe that this was not your favorite part of the entire season. Because they actually threw down. That was really good. There were some sick burns in there. There were. And that was, I actually enjoyed, that was the only, because it made sense. They were, it was like a dance battle, but they were like rap battling and, and it and blow for blow and you could tell who won and it made fucking sense. That's how you do that. <laughs> if you're going to have a musical episode, it should make fucking sense like that. Okay. And I actually enjoyed that part. If we're going to have music, do it the right fucking way. Or at least have music that's good. Because I'm sorry, but the shit they picked... And and no, it wasn't Bear McCreary that was on this. <laughs> so you just hushed with that mess. So... Oliver wins the rap battle. Defeats the wolf. Is about to kill him. But the druggy girl uh, asks him not to. And she and the wolf go away crying, except well, the wolf looks over his shoulder and winks at Oliver on the na, way out. Na, na, boo, boo. Um, here's the, the important part of this is not any of that what actually went down. The important part is that when he co- Oliver comes back to his family, mm-hmm. um, Sid learns a very valuable lesson there. That sometimes people don't want to be saved. Uh, now, I don't agree with the lesson that sometimes pe- people don't want to be saved, but you have to try so that you know. I think that if you listen to context clues and people's words, you'll know without having to put forth any effort. Yeah. Um, because the effort uh, was not appreciated and changed absolutely nothing except perhaps to make that girl more loyal to the guy who's going to kill her eventually. Right? Yeah. Um, so that was their lesson. It's not the lesson I would have given as a mom. My lesson would have been sometimes people aren't worth bothering about. Um, but sure. Their whole point is they want, they have an agenda and they want her to quote unquote save the world, which she doesn't do, which is annoying. She thinks she's a reason that the world got saved. Well, she would be wrong. Uh, but she wakes up. She decides to go back to the real world now that she's learned everything she needs to learn. Um, and she wakes up back on the space balloon. Well, Oliver makes her a grown-up again. 
purse. Yes. And she and the two carries, they go through the door into the time hallway. Because now that we're at episode seven, we're, we're coming to the climax of the season. Um, we, we watch Charles find Farouk with Cerebro. And they, which apparently he invented wherever they are now by himself with no help at all from Magneto. Because fuck any semblance. Oh, yeah, they didn't give a flying motherfuck about any timelines or canon or anything. Um, So, yeah, so Charles goes to see Farouk and Farouk expected him. He's got like a portrait of him painted waiting for him. Not creepy at all. Yeah. Um, You know how long it takes to paint a portrait like that? That's not like an afternoon, you know? Yeah. And so him and the, the and Farouk chat and they Farouk teaches them about how the astral plane works and, and gives him lots of really great knowledge. We find out that Farouk got his power by turning the king into a monkey, or maybe taking the king's brain out of the king and putting him in a monkey. Yeah, I don't know how he would have turned the guy into Well, they're in the astral plane, he could turn him into a monkey. Well no, this is in the real world he put him made him a monkey. He also took all of his followers and put them inside one little girl who's one of his slaves slash children. And Farouk's got a lot of children. Well, those aren't around. his children. They're orphans that he's adopted. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, there's the whole thing. There's a lot of information that gets thrown at you. Yeah. Um, but then David shows up and him and uh, Charles have a conversation in the astral plane inside of David's mind. Where David gives him some cake to catch him up on all the facts. Because cake is knowledge. It's representative. Yes. Um, Switch shows up dying. Sid and the Carries end up showing up with uh, Gabrielle. And uh, start taking care of her and protecting her. Sid tells... Isn't... Ga- is that her name? Yeah, Gabrielle Hollett. Okay. Uh, Sid does tell Gabrielle to love David like the world depends on it. Because it does. I mean, telling that to a mother is fucking bullshit. Sure. Yeah. Because you love your kid as much as you're going to love your kid. They're... You can't love your kid more than that. Yeah, and it's like one carry suits the other. You might as well tell I might as well tell you to stop nerding. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're at the last episode. We get we start out with some really nonsensical subtitles about how it's not for us to understand how things work out. Well, and and when you write a bad TV show, that's how you hand wave all the stuff that doesn't make any fucking sense. Sure. Um Xavier and David uh, pull some weapons out of their ears. Like David makes a mace out of this earworm thing. Mm. After making a really good joke about the babblefish from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Well, and then they... What was the other reference? It was Hitchhiker's Guide and then... Oh, shit. There was another movie that immediately I thought of. Oh, like the Harry Potter memory? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's it. Um, David makes a mace out of his mind goo. And Charles... Ex- 
God. Charles makes a bullet, even though I've never once seen Charles Xavier handle a fucking pistol in the comics that I recall. Now, prove now, me wrong. Send me pictures of Charles Xavier with a gun. But but he's he's a quote-unquote good guy, so he wouldn't have a gun because only bad guys have guns. Yeah. Except for... Um, Except for Cable and... Deadpool. Deadpool and Bishop and but all those the are guys those are antiheroes, not good guys. No, Cable, he, no, Cable's I don't know who Cable guy. is, but the other ones are like Venom could have a gun and it wouldn't like yeah. fuck with their rules. Yeah, but Charles Xavier doesn't need a gun because all he has to do is think at you when you go to sleep. Charles Xavier also wouldn't have a gun because his arch enemy slash best fucking friend and butt buddy. Can, can just stop the bullets? Yeah. Well, not the bullets. Lead's not magnetic. He would just be able to snatch the gun. So anyway, they gear up for war. Um, but by the time they get to Farouk, both old Farouk and new Farouk are, have teamed up together. So it's going to be a two-on-two tag team match. Yeah. Right. Um, and... David takes on Farouk from the past, while Xavier takes on Farouk from the now. But that's not enough tension, so we've got to jump... Said that backwards, but okay. David takes the past and... No. Yes, David takes the past Farouk, and Charles takes on Farouk from the now. Okay. I, I heard you backwards then. No! You can't. Can you pay attention while we record it, Lee? No. <laughs> I'm so bored. You don't understand. Um, I'm, I'm literally dying here. But that's not enough tension because while those four are facing off against each other in their brains mm-hmm. on the astral plane, we have the uh, time demon monster things attacking baby David, who is being protected by the Carries and Sid and his mom. The fights go on. Uh, David almost loses to old Farouk, who puts him in a straitjacket. And then we have that song we talked about where he realizes that he was loved as a baby. Mommy. Yep. I don't know if he's realizing. I don't. I didn't get any of that from that. And so he overcomes Farouk and starts beating the shit up. Meanwhile, Charles and New Farouk have a conversation over some wine in the astral plane, and they come to an agreement that everybody should just leave everybody the fuck alone. Yeah. While we're waiting for that to resolve, but, we, but yeah, you know how this whole time they're like. Talking about saving the world, saving the world, saving the world. Yeah. At what point was the world in danger? And from who? Well, the world was in danger from David, who had planned on going back in time and fucking with things, which released the demons who were eating time, which was going to destroy the world. Let me pause you. Yes. Because um, when David started, when the show started out and they were talking about saving the world, that was before David... Yes, that's because Farouk, in order to take over Division 3, convinced everybody at Division 3 that David was going to destroy the world. So they had to stop him from destroying the world. So at no point until after David got fucked with was the world actually in danger. Exactly. And even after he got fucked with, the world wasn't actually in danger. 
well, once he started fucking with time and released the time-eating monsters, the time-eating monsters were going to destroy the world. The time-eating monsters were only affecting the people in the story. They weren't affecting they anybody else. They were eventually going to eat everything. Yeah, it was just the effects that they were having on the characters. Except for they would have an effect on something, and then that effect would disappear. Yeah. Because, because they just, they fast-forwarded small things. And it was just people. It wasn't the place they were in. It was just the people. Yeah. So, it, see, that's the part that I have trouble with because it was affecting people, not the world. Well, eventually they were going to eat all of time and there was not going to be a world. Okay, well, they were just fast-forwarding it, though. Like, Well, because... The, that's all they did they to... to what's your name? They were fast-forwarding people. What they were doing is they were eating the time between when they started the when they started to play the fast forward and they ended the fast forward. That time didn't get fast forwarded; it got deleted. Okay, but only for specific people. Yes. But once they ate all the time of that person, they were going to move on to eating all the time of another person. Okay. Well, let me. Restate the question. Okay. But if they eat time. Yes. Which is a construct. Yes. Not real. Yes. Then people get eaten. Yes. Or their life experiences or whatever the fuck. Sure. But the world is fine. Until they run out of people and they have to start eating the world. But also, if there are no people. But if they're eating time, they're not eating the world. They're just. Fast forwarding to the end. If they eat all of the time of all of the people on the world, then the world is effectively ruined because there are no people to enjoy it. Okay. Um, I know you're you're being funny on purpose, but without people, the world flourishes. But it's, it's like people think that they are so important that they think that if they're not in the woods to hear it, a tree doesn't make noise when it falls down. Yes. Well, from the perspective <laughs> of the people, if there are no people, then there is no world. Well, that would be incorrect, is what I'm saying. Okay. So the world is fine. Yes. So what's the problem? There are no people. And the and? people want to be there. Hi, my name is Thanos. It's nice <laughs> to meet you. Okay, we're almost done here. Oh, fuck me. I thought it was the end. We're almost done here. Because the the battle between the two Farouks and the two Xaviers, well, Xavier and, and Haller, the battle between the four psychics, mm-hmm. telepaths, whatever, who gives a shit. It's like two and a half, really. The battle between the four of them. Or three and a half. Causes the... Uh, house to start shattering and switch who's almost dead starts getting worried that she's going to be killed for sure and she nopes out of her bed and into the hallway with her bed so she nopes out of the building into the time stream hallway where she spits up the last of her teeth and sees the demon monster thanks things. for mentioning that again and then decides that she's going to embrace her death and as soon as at she, this point in the show, me too. As soon as she decides to embrace her death, the time monster things start fading away from her. Like, they're not interested anymore. But then her dad, who we only saw on a 
uh, flat screen TV from the 80s. Because uh, he was like 1980s Skyping his daughter a couple of times for meals. Anyway, he shows up in the time hallway and he touches her and he says, oh, look at you. You're all better now. And she is. She's got all her teeth back. She looks happy and healthy. I don't understand what any of that was. They are fourth dimensional beings. They are not really human, but she had to grow up as a human in order to... Because in order to give a shit about humans, you have to think you are one. Yes. Because that's how much we suck. But Dad actually controls the time demon things with a dog whistle. It wasn't a dog whistle because we heard it and it hurt my ears. Okay. And so she goes back... And she stops the dogs from eating baby David and his protectors. But they're people. Yep. Um, also, somewhere in there, it should be noted that the two carries merged again. Only this time, the old carry went into the young carry. They've done that before. And so she started getting old while she was being badass and fighting. It was a thing. Um, jump back to... The main character, the, the, the Shadow King and, and that fight. And what has happened is Charles has stopped David from killing the old, the, the past version of Farouk on the astral plane. And because he is a limp dick motherfucker. Yes. Because killing him isn't going to solve anything. The apparently. fuck it won't. That's what I say. Oh, because he's like, uh, David's like, why in the world would we just trust what he says? And his dumbass is like, well, we don't have to just trust it. We can read his mind. Yeah. Except, I tell you what, I can successfully tell you I'm going to do this. Because my intention is to do it. But then tomorrow, I will change my mind. And you're not one of the strongest telepaths on the planet able to... Mind control people. Mm -hmm. Apparently able to stick the brain of a king into a monkey. Or whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, again, Charles Xavier is a fucking dumbass. So at least that's consistent. Yeah. Um, Switch goes off into the affinity with her dad. Time starts rewriting itself. We get some touching moments between the Carries. And between uh, Charles and, and Gabrielle and between David and Sid. But honestly, none of it fucking matters because as they fade away, the entire three seasons of the show never happen. Because David does not grow up to have a monster inside of him and to be a bad boy who almost kills himself. No, and he won't end up in the mental institution because his dad knows what's going on and can teach him through it. Yes. Which means he never meets Sid. He also never meets Lenny. And and because um, he's so fucking self-centered and selfish that it doesn't even occur to her that none of this that happened to her is going to be in baby her. Yeah. She's still going to end up with the life that she had. She has to get raised by her drunk, druggy mom, and she will die in the mental institution. Yeah. Oh, and... And he won't know to go save her. And Charlene, Mrs. Bird, 
never goes through all of that ordeal and David doesn't pull her husband out of the astral plane, so she doesn't end up retiring to the astral plane with him. Yep. So she dies alone and miserable. The only person that this is a happy ending for is David. Now, now, um, his parents have pieces of the story. So potentially, except we know Charles Xavier and he's not a that kind of, of fiddler, uh, potentially he could say, hey, now's about the time that you need to go rescue her. Yeah. And hey, now's about the time that you need to go meet up with uh, Chick and, and save Oliver. He could, but he won't because in the canon of the Xavier uh, timeline, um, at some point, Charles Xavier never met her and never got married, and never had any children, and doesn't still live in that country. Uh, so literally none of this ever happened in the grand scheme of things, unless you're a comic book reader. So we just spent three seasons of at least eight episodes each watching something that never happened. And now I would like my money back. <laughs> To have all of that happen and have nothing to show for it at the end is a complete and total waste of my time. At the very least, they could have left me with something. Yeah. Besides the one character in the show that I gave less than two shits about having a happy ending. When they don't show me further interference later... They don't show me everyone else's happy ending. So I have to assume there are no happy endings for anyone but David. Yeah. And I know that Xavier doesn't end up staying married to her or having a kid. So that's not even a happy ending either. They don't even go so far as to take a fucking clip from one of the movies where where Xavier, where Patrick Stewart is talking to one of the X-Men. Yeah. And then they leave the room, right? Take that clip, let them leave the room. And then have him do a voiceover where he's like, oh, David, come in. And then you can have fucking teenage David Holler walk in. And then... Well, they wouldn't have been able to do that because they would have had to pay for that clip. And there's no way in the fuck they would have been able to do that. FX owns that fucking... Fox owns those movies. They don't have to pay for shit. Oh. So they, they fucked it up on purpose then. They sucked on purpose. Yeah, so I needed... I needed them to pare down the stupid, like all of the music, and add the happy endings to having watched Six Feet Under. Yes. And I knew in the moment when I was watching it that this was going to ruin all future TV shows forever. So I knew in the moment as I was watching the season finale of Six Feet Under that it was going to ruin every season finale for the rest of my life. Sure. Because they so thoroughly told me the story of the rest of every single character's life. And nobody was ever going to live up to that, ever. That's how every show should end. I should know the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what my point was. I, I mean, I don't even know. Need... Oh, because, because, because we didn't get there. Um, we didn't get anybody else's happily ever after. We didn't even get David's happily. We don't even know for sure that David gets a happily ever after. Right? Well, they were, we... but they, they directed us 
towards a happily ever after, which usually is fine, but usually you don't get in a show only one character out of five or six. Well, because at one point in the show, David says, this isn't about saving the world. This is about me. Well, of course he did. Yeah. And I, I will stand firm that we don't even... Like, sure, David stopped the, the Shadow King from coming into baby David. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that that fucking fixed anything. But there because was nothing else to fix. There may have been, because there was mental illness in his family. But there wasn't. Yes. His mother had some. His grandmother had some. Okay, her well, grandmother had some. Well, I didn't catch that. The mother had mental illness because she was in a fucking concentration yes, camp. That's she, situational mental illness. She also talked That's not about genetic. Her mother and her grandmother both had mental illness. Well, what mental illness did they have? She talked about the the demons came for her or something. It was very vague. We weren't sure what it was. That sounds like some Romany stuff. Sure. Uh, But it was mental illness because Sid even says, oh, I never even thought about the fact that it was hereditary. So that baby is very likely going to grow up with some mental illness anyway. But he's going to have Charles Xavier and all of that money. Sure. Rich people don't go to mental institutions. No, that's fair. They go to rehab. Sure, and Charles might be able go to, to vacation. go into his brain and wall off oh, yeah. all of the extra personalities. Absolutely. So that's not sure. even a problem. That's a story that you can very easily tell yourself. That's a story that even I can tell myself. Mm-hmm. He gets to start over fresh. Whatever happens, happens. Right? Not Like, just because you're fresh and new doesn't mean everything's going to work out just fine. Um, but we don't even get that hint... Or nudge from no. for any other character. Nobody. No. Because we know for a fact that, that David did not control their lives before that. So their lives are all going to look exactly the same without him. I can't tell you one person whose life is better because we... David. The time travel girl? No. Lenny? No. Uh, Farouk? Hamish, Hamish Linkletter. Okay. Half of his face never gets blown off. Yeah. He doesn't get fucking yeeted into space. Unless, of course, David rolls up to go uh, save Oliver and that shit all starts all over again. Well, perhaps. Because uh, Hamish was involved in trying to get in on what they had going. Yeah. So so depending on how hands-on um, Patrick Stewart is with his kid, <clears throat> not at all, um, it, that that part could work out the same. You never know. Well, yeah. What I know... And all of the mentally ill people that got killed when David went ape shit in the institution, they all won't get killed. Like, Lenny doesn't get uh, fucking melted into a wall. that wasn't David that went ape shit and killed everybody. That was Sid in David's body. Yeah, but it, without David, that can't happen. Exactly. So, lots of people are better off with David dead. Yeah. Or, or not having been better turned into a monster. raised. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. No, it's it's a bullshit fucking ending. Fuck them. Fuck David. And fuck Farouk. Uh, and fuck Charles Xavier. But yeah, I was going to say, not Farouk. Not fuck Farouk. Because Farouk wouldn't have anything to do with anything if it weren't for goddamn Charles Xavier's selfish little shithead. I'm alone in the world. I'm sorry. But I don't need to also have your exact same issues in life 
for you to not be alone. If you and I are married and are together, then you are not alone. You don't need to go find someone who can also read minds because why do you need somebody who can also read minds? That that doesn't make any sense to me. You don't have to be exactly... The fact that you are unique makes you special. And of course, into one version of the movies, he already knows Mystique at this point. Well, is Mystique... Not he mistake. met Mystique when he was a kid. Not Mystique. Yeah, Raven. In the Is she uh She's a mutant. Yeah, no, he wants people that can uh, well, the, do the mind thing. But see that he meets freaking uh That's about the time where he's locking Jean Grey's brain up in the movies no. too. So No it's not, because um how old is this version of him? It's know. not the same version as the movies, because it's not the same guy. Oh, Even though they could have gotten the same guy and been like, hey, you want to do this cool thing? Like, you could be in the last season of this show that's, like, basically all you, bud. And McAvoy was like, no, that show's shit. I'm not... Right? Actually, McAvoy strikes me as the kind of guy that would be into, like, an artsy... They would call it cerebral, but it's not. It's... Right. Definitely not. So we're supposed to talk connections to the outside no, world. No, I did. They suck. There are none. Nope. This sucks. This isn't even the... They got the same names. That's it. Closing the season. Well, the season deleted the entire fucking three seasons. Yep. So there's no need to close the season. No, and there's no need to anticipate next season. Because we know that it doesn't exist. It was never going to happen and anyway. There were no plans. And they were definitely not ever going to just like have us watch him grow up and be normal. No. Um, and so. So, best part of the season. I already told you. Yeah, what was it? It was uh, the part where um, 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 fucking time travel girl is sitting on the couch with Lenny. And Lenny is like, are you into girls? And time travel girl says, I like boys. And Lenny says, why? <laughs> That's the best part. And the best episode of the season, of the series... Is the one where they re-raise, um... Oh, fuck. God. Sid. Sid. God damn, why did it just not happening to me? Yeah. Uh, 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 when they raise Sid in the, um... The, in the never. Whatever the fuck. The astral plane. Uh-huh. I like the never. It makes so much sure. more sense. <laughs> um, as in it never existed. Um... Yeah, and that's it. Period. Easy. Okay. What was the worst part, Jay? Try to pick one. You might have to use a sliding scale. <laughs> okay. Uh, the pig. God, that was so... I don't know why, but that made me extraordinarily uncomfortable. And the entire cult situation. There's gotta be, like, pig milk's gotta be, like, like, pig meat's bad for you. Like, you're not supposed to eat it. It's even in the Bible. You're not supposed to eat but it. But it wasn't pig but milk. Pig, it was pig drug smoke But stuff. before it was. Remember the oh. part where I started gagging and had to leave? Well, fair. That was something. There was something. It, it was representative of something nasty. It was supposed to make us feel gross. And there's got to yeah. be, it's like that same feeling you get when you see a mouse 
But like even if you're not scared of mice, it still makes you feel dirty all over just to look at one. Yeah. There were there's gotta be like it's gotta be like totally unsanitary or something like that. Yeah, really just the red hot chili, chili peppers of it all. Oh my god, that is absolutely the best fucking way to describe that entire show. That show is absolutely a deep track of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Because it's not even one of the good popular songs where you can pretend like you know what it means. <laughs> it's a deep, deep track. Ugh. Yeah. It's trash. I don't like it. And I don't want to hear the guys who made it explain it to me. No. I don't know what the fuck they were going for. And... I don't understand how anybody could have watched this one episode a week and been able to follow what was going on. Yeah, yeah. No, and when we skipped a lot of the previously ons because we were watching them dingy, but he doesn't even say previously on. At the beginning of the show, he says apparently on. Yeah, and also he doesn't even tell it in order. I think I finished my sentence, actually. It's fine. We What we need to do now mm-hmm. is figure out where on the seasonal list season three of Legion goes. Do I need to pick it up or can we just put it on the bottom? Well, the bottom right now is season two of Legion. I mean, they can fight it out without us. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. You still haven't shown me how to do a background on these things. Hit the little color palette thing. Okay. I'll, when I care, I'll play with it. I'm fine. Where is it? Because I can't fucking find it. Here it is. Ooh, all the way at the bottom. How come Legion Season 1 isn't down there? Because we thought that Legion Season 1 was actually creative. And we really hated those other five shows. Daredevil Season 2, Iron Fist Season 2, Inhuman Season 1, and Blade the Series Season 1? Yes. Okay. Um. Well, seeing as I only watched about 10 minutes of this, I'm going to say it probably goes below Legion Season 2. As the person who watched both seasons, yeah, I actually think that this season is better than last season. Okay. Do you want to know something? You don't care? I don't give a shit. What I'm not sure. Below, like, Legion Season 1, that's all the last one. What I'm not sure is, is this season worse than Blade the Series? Well, I mean, Legion Season 2 was. Yes, but is this season worse? Yes. Like I said, okay. below Legion Season 1, they all merge into the same amount of badness. <laughs> there, This is a fight to the end. Um, so it really doesn't matter. I know you think that's upping the rank of Blade the Series, but it's not. These are all <laughs> ranked zero. So that is 31 of 32. Mm-hmm. Well, you know... I don't know what frame of mind you would need to be in or what kind of person you would need to be to enjoy this. Um, I feel like this was him being able to be himself on a TV show and we would not like him. Yeah. 
Which worries me for Fargo because I've been really looking forward to checking it out. I've been purposefully ignoring bits and pieces of information about that show so that it doesn't get ruined. I think we still give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean I kind of want to, but if it's if it gives me flavors of Legion, I'm out. Okay. I'll get my headphones and watch different TV in the same room as you and I'll be fine with that. <laughs> you I, won't even notice. I don't care about watching it that much. Okay. Now, let me breathe. I, th- I think I'm starting to come down from the coffee. Okay, that's good. Because I'm feeling strange. I think I need another hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we watching this week? Next week? The next one? We're going back to the MCU. Okay, don't be excited. Temper yourself a smidge. What are we watching? Spider-Man Far From Home. Is that one I've already seen? Yes, maybe. Which Whether okay. or not you've paid attention to it or not. This is the one where they go on a European vacation. Ooh, I like European vacation. That's fun. That's the one where they drive around in the circle over and over <laughs> and over and over again. Peter Parker's class goes mm-hmm. on a why would they ever go on a goddamn field trip field ever trip again <laughs> to europe is that the one with the elevator now yes where he rescues the elevator as it's going to the top of the thing okay this is literally oh oh, oh. And wait hold on which one is the one with the washington monument rescue is that the one we just watched possibly i okay the I only really remember flashes from those movies. The Washington Monument rescue and the elevator thing. But I feel like that's not in the right... This is definitely the one with Mysterio in it. I don't know what that is. Mysterio's the guy with the fishbowl on top of his head. Okay, I don't know that. I Like, that doesn't sound familiar Okay. This, a matter of fact, Spider-Man Far From Home is the very first time that the MCU... Gets called the 616 in-universe. Really? Yes. But the Marvel movies aren't 616. Yes. And even I, not a fan, know that. Because I have properly explained it to you and you (laughs) aren't a Kevin Feige chogi. Well, that guy's on his way out anyway, so it's fine. Apparently. Well, you know, if white guys bitch and complain enough, they don't get a bad nickname and get called Karens, but they do get what they fucking want. Yeah. So, one thing these guys have been doing a lot of is complaining about him. It's a pretty good movie, though. Okay. Um, MJ has a really good showing in that movie. Ned, your favorite Spidey sidekick. Yes. Okay, listen. I... I don't care for baby Spider-Man who's like 12 and I don't necessarily care for his girlfriend either because she doesn't have like a whole bunch of personality and it's very strange. Um, I don't get why people like her so much. She's even like one of those people that only has one name. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Sure. However, his friend, his little sidekick, my favorite character in these movies. Okay. He's the best. I'm always looking for him. Um, because 
I feel like I'm I'm that character. Like I'm a main character in my life, but like I feel like I'm a sidekick character okay. because main characters don't usually have all of these brains and all of this personality. They're usually a lot more generic, so that more people will like them. Penelope Garcia is definitely a main character, but she's not though. She is in my heart. She's well, yes, but because we are, we like personality yeah. and uniqueness. We're side characters. She's she's a main character in her life, but she's a sidekick to Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> she's, right. I mean, it, there's a distinction, but you don't want to be a main character. They're generic, so that lots of people will like them. Sure. Um. Yeah. So. so next week is Far From Home. It's a good movie. Watch it. Um, it is the beginning of the multiverse saga, which. Uh, we are still in. Sure. This is how close to caught up we are. Wow. Um, it seemed like such a long list when we started. We still have a lot to go to be caught up, but we are we are in the right era. Give it a watch. You've probably already watched it. Again, watch it because it's great. And meet us back next week. For Marvel Movie Night. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm going to be.